Welcome to the Software People Stories. I'm Shiv. I'm Chitra. And I'm Gaiti. We bring you interesting untold stories of people associated with the creation or consumption of software-based solutions. You'll hear stories of what worked and sometimes what didn't. You will also hear very personal experiences and insights that would trigger your thoughts and inspire you to do even greater things. This is part two of my conversation with my colleague Venu Subramanyayev. In the previous episode, Venu shared his origin story and some of the things that he learned and how he moved from being a systems engineer to a software testing professional. He answers the question that I asked him towards the end of the last episode on whether software testing should always be independent or the, whether it can be combined with the development activities. In addition to that answer, he also talks about how he got exposed to agile approaches by starting with an organizational transformation initiative and what he considers as critical for success in agile transformation projects. We talk about a lot of other things and also the importance of having shared or collaborative goals to ensure team success. His thoughts on what skills are needed to be an effective tester. And finally, his tips for persons considering a career in testing. Listen on. So from your experience, yes, would you think that having testing as a completely independent function yes. is better than, say, testing being embedded as part of the development team? Yeah, so I think this is a tricky question. Yeah, it is also an important question. We need to find an answer. Yeah, so in the earlier days, it was more of an independent testing and uh, it was more of a model of testing center of excellence. I think you already know. Huh? Everybody have, every company had a testing center of excellence. But now it is completely changed actually. So now because of Agile coming into picture, we wanted to have a more of shift left testing. Huh? Testing has to be shifted left side, very early stage. The time when you start recombinant and design, testing also to be involved. So today I would say we need both actually. So it is not, we cannot have completely embedded development side. Uh, you may find effect early, but then what happens is testing also a kind of uh, profession. Uh, some defects will definitely leak if you have only development testing. On the other side, if you have only independent testing, that's also not good because you may again miss sort of defect or you may find defect very later. So there are pros and cons in both approaches. So today, in my experience, what I have experienced, it is a combination of both actually. Hmm? So there will be a testing done by development testing, unit testing and integration testing. And uh, the software testing also will happen as a part of our agile lifecycle, maybe Scrum or Kanban. As a part of that, definitely we need to integrate testing as a part of development. We cannot separate it. So whenever you have a sprint delivery coming up, it's actually developed, unit tested, and also software tested. But that is not enough. Then in many companies, especially in automotive, even now they have an independent testing team who test testing end-to-end. -end. The reason is today, if you want to test end-to-end, -end, it takes around two weeks time. It is not something we can do in one day or two days. 
because of technical challenges in automation. So maybe in application side, we can automate the complete test cases. Maybe we can run in uh, one day, we can get a complete result, maybe a thousand test cases or uh, large number of test cases. Whereas in automotive industry, due to lack of infrastructure and also limitation in test tools, the regression testing automation also challenge. Maybe in project what I have worked earlier, maybe maximum 70% is the maximum possible we can do. Still 30% we should do manually. In such scenario, we have a separate testing team has to do this end-to-end -end system testing. So it's a combination of testing done by the agile team who work to development team closely, plus an independent testing team who test it outside of the sprint, or maybe as a part of a release cycle, they take care of it. So we need a combination of both as much my experience, I feel. Okay, good. Yeah. Since you mentioned agile a couple of times, yes. I'm just I'm curious to know what has been your exposure. Yeah, yes. And yes, yes, yes. With agile. Yes, it's also another cycle. The moment I switched from hardware to software testing, testing to delivery management. So I also had an opportunity to uh, as a delivery manager, I also had an opportunity to work in a kind of org transformation. So I had a very nice boss. Uh, he was very strategically mindset oriented person. So he asked, I had a lot of discussion with him, how we can improve the way of working. So we started experimenting Scrum, etc. But it was not enough. We had kind of uh, six to seven Scrum team in a platform setup. But that was not sufficient to scale, actually. And also the customer side also a lot of challenges. Uh, delivery need to be faster. And uh, we need to have a more innovative way of doing things. So we need to manage uh, agile way of working. Plus, we need to manage some kind of compliance activity because in automotive, we also need to follow certain standards like uh, automotive spies, like a CMI kind of thing. So we had a lot of challenge that time. How we need to transition this work? That's the time I got exposure to Scrum. So I got CSM certified. Then uh, we experimented Scrum practices in a big way. Then my organization also decided to go into a kind of scaled agile. So because in automotive, all the projects are very large solution. So there's no team which is less than 50. So it's all 50 numbers, 100 people team, if you want to deliver a solution. So normal Scrum approach will not work there in a large setup. So definitely we want to go scaling. That's a time I got uh, certified in SPC, Safe Program Consultant. So that training really helped me to get a very good, deep understanding of scaled agile. And as a part of my delivery head role, one role was how do we transform our team towards scaled agile? So we did a lot of experiment there in a platform project. So we always wanted to do in a kind of experiment in a platform side because we don't want to experiment in a customer project and then get into a trouble. So I had a good setup where I can experiment and fail. Because culture also helps that. It's a very good support from the management side also. We can experiment something in the company within your own uh, platform project. And then that's where uh, Scaled Agile we implemented. And it was a good thing happened. And our platform delivery cycle became very faster after that. And this platform project delivers to many customer programs. So my Agile experience started around uh, six years back. And after that, yeah, so a lot of challenging transformation projects we have done uh, in my last five years. So I had done around uh, three transformations, one on platform and another two in a customer program. 
and all three in automotive wonderful yeah. so when you say agile transformation yes what are some of the critical say secrets for success yes yeah the first thing is i will tell you fundamentally very very important is you need to have alignment from all the levels actually so when you have a change the people are confused at all levels so we are disrupting an organization or a structure which was working fine for many years if you ask anybody they say it's working fine why do you want to change but we need to make a change for a sustaining sustaining for future so getting alignment across all levels was highly challenging because different people have different understanding on what is transformation so there was a first challenge which i faced it and the second part is you need to have the blessing from our top executive leadership mm-hmm. so sometimes what happens is you may have an idea to implement it in a way at your middle management level but it may not sustain until the top executive sponsor it or support it in a right way so otherwise it may not be able to sustain transformation in a longer time so these two aspects from my point of view are very important getting alignment across all the people and uh, getting the blessing from our top leadership and the normal transformation life cycle uh, that we need to have a discipline eh? so at any point of time you may get unexpected issues you may face lot of challenges from team customer uh, project etc but you need to overcome it by kind of uh, courage and then we will overcome it uh, with a fantastic result at the end of the day so it's a painful journey so no transformation is smooth so if somebody says transformation is smooth i would say it is not they don't done anything so transformation has to be painful eh? that life cycle of transformation is such like that so everybody has to go through that pain sometime we may go into depression that's what they say that the cycle they says people will get into depression and then they will get into a cycle of uh, growth everybody know what they have to do everybody is aligned with the new way of working and then it gives a lot of tremendous result at the end of the transformation yeah so it was a kind of painful journey but it is really rewarding in terms of learning and experience one of the common perceptions that we keep hearing is that agile yes. is effective because there are very few processes or no processes and it gives you a lot of flexibility and pretty much you know you discover along the way etc so coming from a more disciplined structured engineering driven uh, yeah. experience and also yes. in testing again you talked about you know, how you have to look at the bigger picture do it in a more structured yes, way yes. Yes, how yes. was the how were you able to internalize the whole yeah, it was more of a I, i need to unlearn myself <laughs> so whatever so i also always believed uh, the muscle goldsmith principle what you get there will not get there what you what help you to get here, here. Mm-hmm. will not get there actually so it was more of an unlearning for me because initially when i was a tester i was an anti agile person <laughs> around 10 years back i used to uh, tell people it is you know, it won't work and it is actually a not uh, not a good thing for a development team it creates a lot of pressure it creates micromanagement so i always had a kind of misconception i would say what i had was all misconception about agile it is a micro so initially i thought some micro management we need to 
track people on a daily basis <laughs> try to do some action to control them that was a kind of mindset or a learning i had 10 years back when i had a very little knowledge but the moment when i get to know this uh, agile mindset then i realized that it is not about uh, doing rituals it is more of mindset about adapting and flexible way of working that is what really important and the flexibility and adapting then i understood the concept then it is no more micromanagement it is more of how to react fast how to adapt fast what can i do to do better so the thinking changed so it was more of unlearning for me from a traditional mindset to a kind of growth mindset that's also one of the <laughs> change which i need to do myself when i was transitioning from this traditional orthodox systematic way of thinking to blending both so we need both world actually it is not like a pure agile but it's a kind of blended approach where agile is required in certain areas plus we also need a certain areas in traditional way we need to balance so especially in automotive industry i would say it is not a pure agile it is not pure pure traditional it's always a kind of hybrid i would say so many embedded companies like uh, whether it is avionics or healthcare or in uh, automotive uh, i use so most of the things as a kind of hybrid approach whatever is need to be agile it has to be agile whatever things which is not needed you should not apply agile there so many time what happens is we try to apply agile everywhere huh? so we also have a concept agile has to be applied only when there is a need hmm? so when there is a ambiguity when there is a uh, innovation etc huh? so we should not apply agile in a kind of traditional setup where there is a high predictability so in that case it is better to be kind of traditional way but both has to work together that is always a challenge how we can uh, combine this agile team along with traditional team and get the result overall so that's a challenge as a manager or leader in today's organization will face actually yeah one thing which uh, probably going back to something that you had uh, mentioned earlier also Yes. It's about the segregation of responsibilities. You say developer testing. You said sometimes. Yes, yes, data. yes. So yes. many times we find that you know, developers and testers have a very strong identity to their roles. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, but how do you, with say at least concepts like DevOps or ways of working together? Yes. How have you been able to address the potential conflict? between developers and testers yeah 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 so here uh, see it also depends upon uh, how we assign see every the behavior is always a side effect of your goal actually so initially what happens is uh, testing team will have one goal find maximum defect developer will have a goal no defect <laughs> so in such a setup it's a disaster huh? so this is the learning i had actually so whenever we have a separate goal like this so one function always pull the other function down actually there is a lack of collaboration so one good thing what happened in my career was so the company itself moved into a kind of collaborative goal at the end of the day this is the goal as a program forget about testing or development as a project this is the goal when the goal became collaborative then the behavior also changed actually so then the tester talking to developer developer talking to tester so earlier when a bug need to be reproduced tester will say come later come tomorrow <laughs> that was the kind of power he had actually but today the goal is to fix defect faster now if you say come tomorrow both of them get affected 
So better you reproduce, prioritize, work with the development and make sure the locks are available and then the developer can go back and fix it faster. So it became a kind of team goal rather than a kind of functional goal. So that the change in that goal setup really changed the behavior of people. That is really helped actually. What are the critical skills that are needed to be a good and effective tester? Yeah. 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 Good, good question, actually. So here, uh, see, there are different uh, kind of, uh, even testing is so there are different uh, thinking, actually. So one thinking is testing is a kind of scientific discipline. Hmm? So we need to have a structured approach. Another philosophy is testing is an art. Hmm? People say testing is an art and uh, which is more of exploration. It is not a technical skill. It is more of social skills or uh, innovation or uh, that kind of uh, exploration skill, actually. So there are two schools, actually. Hmm? So I would say here also we need both, actually. So we cannot be a, only an exploratory tester, creatively thinking and finding defect. It's good. So you, you may find certain defects. At the same time, you also need a kind of scientific background, the scientific way of thinking. So uh, if a person is able to do both, uh, that is the time he finds his uh, sweet spot in the testing career. So, so normally the people tend to be oriented towards either of these. Either you become more of a exploratory tester. So those people don't like automation. They don't do a kind of structured test case based testing. So they want to be only free style testing. On the other side, there are people who write test cases, do automation, execute test cases, but then that is limited. You can't find all the defect. Yeah. So I would say getting the mindset oriented towards is either side. Take the best from exploratory side, take the best from automation and the test case technique side and adapt to the context. So that way it is really needed. And then another second important factor is good stakeholder management. Because tester, if you find some defects in a critical project, he will be the center focus. The moment you raise an issue, everybody will focus on issue either in a good side or a bad side. <laughs> Why you found the defect now or how to help the team to fix it faster. Either side it will happen. So he need to deal with a lot of stakeholders from customer side, internally, development side, management side. So until you communicate and articulate the issue in a clear way, we are going to take a long time to fix the defect. Sometimes bug fixing may be a very simple step, one line changes. And if you are not able to reproduce this uh, issue in a very systematic way or articulate the issue in a systematic way, unnecessarily it takes a long time with a various ping pong. So if you look at the different management, you can see the ping pong. One person, another person, he says to another person. <laughs> and this delay is mainly coming because of not articulating the issue in a clear way. That is something we need to learn actually. So we don't need this multiple ping pong. Sometimes the issue which takes two weeks, maybe a clear articulation and direct communication may help in fixing in one day. So that is the kind of uh, mindset we should develop. Articulating the issue in a good way. Plus, uh, choosing the right approach for the context will help. Yeah, that's very useful, Beno. As yeah. we are coming to the close of time for this conversation, yes. I normally yes. like to get our guests' guidance yes. on career tips you know, for yes. two segments of uh, people. One, yes. say those who are considering a career in IT, 
Yes. And second is people who have been doing some roles or some things in IT itself, but a non-testing yes. role. Yes. Uh, whether they can consider shifting to testing or they can, how can they uh, contribute effectively in the testing? Yes, 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 yes. It is possible. Actually, testing is, see, it's not a rocket science. So it is basically the interest, actually. So testing is a profession. If you have a passion to critically review the product. So some people say it is a negative activity or a kind of uh, not in a good way. So actually, testing is a kind of positive activity because at the end of the day, you are trying to make a better product for a customer. So if you think in the direction, it is really a positive activity. And if you think like that, you will really like your work actually. So don't treat testing as a kind of destructive activity, but actually you are helping to construct a product in a better way, which will be useful for the useful for the customer. So that way you have a creative activity. So that is very required actually. Otherwise you get into a kind of negative mindset or after some time you may even affect this in your personal life. Sometime I have seen at some point of time, I was thinking too much actually because of this critical mindset you become critic to yourself. So whatever you do, uh, you may not be happy with it. So that's the kind of balance you need to have. So that also will take time. So at the end of the day, if you think testing as a positive activity, and also if you have a passion for learning new technology. So at the end of the day, testing methodologies will be common, but the way you test the product is different. So the way you test healthcare system or avionics system or automotive system, these are all different actually. So you need to continuously learn actually new technologies, even the testing tools will keep changing. The kind of tool which I used when I was a tester and the tools which you have with the AI-based tool, totally different. So whatever I used to struggle for two weeks, today you can do in one day. That's the change. So you need to continuously adapt to the new tools, new methodologies. So you need to start continuously learn is very important. It's not something you learn something work for two, three years. So you need to have this interest and uh, try to attend some kind of testing conferences. So I have published some papers in international testing conferences in India, Stepin Forum as well as QISTC. And then have a kind of community of practice within the company where you learn testing from other departments or other companies. So these things will help you to think in a big picture and also apply the learning from other side to in your contest because there is no single solution and nobody knows what solution in your contest. You need to experiment. It's always experimenting what worked in another context, see whether it works here and continuously learn from that and try to improve your testing abilities. Wonderful. So continuous so, learning is very key. Yeah. Yeah. Would these also be relevant for somebody who's considering a, starting a career in IT? Yes, yes, yes. It is important. So once you start, it is good actually. So basically the trouble is getting started. So many times what happens is the companies may not be taking the risk to hire an engineer uh, with the non-IT. So that is where the issue happens actually. So sometimes what happened is I have seen some of my friends, they work in a kind of small companies, uh, get that kind of experience of this testing in a particular product. So once you have this hands-on experience, then definitely the world is yours. You can try anywhere else. Sometimes big companies may not have this habit of uh, hiring a tester, totally different domain, but definitely you can try actually. So, in my case, I have hired a test engineer from healthcare, hired a test engineer from avionics into automotive. So it works actually. So you always get a different perspective once you have people from different contexts. On that uh, positive note, 
thank you venu for sharing your experience and your perspectives and highlighting the significance and the role that the testers play in yes. creating software that creates experiences a positive experiences for users thank you venu so thank you guru it was a very nice uh, experience for me also so thank you for a wonderful discussion for the last one hour really good We thank Siddharth for the music and Anita for promoting the software people stories. If you like this episode, please subscribe on your favorite podcast client and spread the word in your network. If you'd like to share your story, contact us at podcast@pm-powerconsulting.com.